0: what's up guys here with you with podcast number 10 of fc wonder kid here with my guy Bretson. how are you
1: uh doing great i'm in uh, a idyllic beach town in the uh the old jersey shore uh so coming to you from a different location uh even though you know i i never have quite the setup you got alex you always look good man well
0: uh, i'm flattered to know that <laughs> <laughs> but uh i i don't know if i look good because deep inside i'm Really nervous. Waking. Uh, so, just so our listeners can can feel what's happening. So we're it's Sunday. It's six o'clock here in Portugal, and in two hours, half one one hour after I finish this podcast, I'm gonna be watching the Belgium Portugal match. And oh boy!
1: Oh, woo! boy! Oh boy. And and what are you what are you feeling? What are you feeling? Scoreline? Oh,
0: I, look, if I told you that I knew who'd win it. Yeah, like I'd be lying, but it's it's a very unpredictable match. But me as a Portuguese person, I need to go Portugal, you know, even yeah. with Fernandes, I need a I need a I need a he's like he's maybe he's like Mourinho and that one on one knockout situation. Sure. So he won the he won the Nations League. He won. A, he won us the Euros. So we're counting on you Fernand Sanche, to yeah. to stop KDB and Lukaku.
1: Just hearing those two names together, wow!
0: It's, yeah, we need Pelinha to start KDB, but that's yeah. He... Yeah, well,
1: well, let's let's hope Portugal's day goes better than uh, the Dutch right now because they're they're still zero zero, but De Ligt is off the field and it's not looking good. Um, but anyway, we we have a lot to go through, and we mm-hmm. ran up against it the last time, and uh, you know we are uh, uh, recording this on Saturday, or I'm sorry, on Sunday. Uh, we've missed a lot. And doing this only weekly, we're only going to really be able to touch on a little bit. So, um, uh, we're, we're going to do that recency effect thing, too, where we only talk about the games that just recently happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I got to start, man. What do you think? Denmark, how you feel about that?
0: Uh, you called it. You said you you <laughs> said they were going to end up in first, though. they
1: didn't. I, I did, <laughs> but come on. The Ericsson thing.
0: <laughs> no, the, that is it, true. That it, is true.
1: Yeah, but... Hey.
0: But I want to say something about about Denmark. Yeah, Christ, uh, Christensen, uh, yep. Andreas Christensen of uh, Chelsea, mm-hmm. fantastic center back. I I rated him okay, but I didn't rate him as much as I do now. Sure, these he's 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 cold. He's fast. He's he's a he's a solid player. You know, he's effective. Yeah. Like oh, I like him. I like him a lot. Uh, uh, Dahlberg. FIFA oh, 17, goodness. FIFA 18, legend, wonder oh. kid.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, listen, back in, what, five sir? years ago, five years ago, he put 23 goals in uh, during that pretty amazing Ajax season. And he was one of those guys you thought that was going to be there with a De Young, He was going to be there with a um, uh, Van de Beek. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and it didn't pan out that way. But listen, listen to what this guy has gone through this year. He got COVID not once, but twice, okay? Mm-hmm. He then, on top of that, had to have his appendix removed. And he is part of a nice setup that, unfortunately, has not had the greatest of years, even though they have this wonderful, like, collection of uh, FIFA career mode talent, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's been great yeah, to have Tadebo and, uh, and Saliba at center back, but it really hasn't worked out on paper that well. Yeah. But... He comes in, and very clearly he should not have been part of the starting 11 uh, at the beginning of uh, the tournament. And Yusuf Polson is, is a very effective player. Um, I'm not going to say he's an amazing player, but um, an injury puts him out. And this this kid is thrown into a situation, much like Mikkel Damsgaard was uh, in the game previously. And he, he just comes up big. He comes but, up
0: two, two goals, man, two goals. Two goals. But I'll tell you one thing uh before i even saw the, the I, I watched the match in a pub and uh when i was watching just the preview location i saw it was in the Johan Cruyff arena and when i saw mm-hmm. that lineup i then i saw uh, i was thinking to myself dolberg might have a good game here hey, and yeah he did a brace and it wasn't just a brace he, it was a qual- quality goals you know even celebrations dolberg was cold So I feel like this is really important for him. And he did even get his watch stolen in Nice. Like there was an incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like an expensive watch. A teammate uh, stole it. So a lot
1: happened there. And maybe he needs a move. You know what? Hold on. I visited Nice too. I visited Nice too. And guess what?
0: I had my wallet
1: stolen there. It's like the... (laughs) What? They're like pickpocket central. I guess, uh, but it was it was Goldberg uh, uh, picking the pocket. I guess you could say of of uh, Wales team that was asleep at the wheel. Yeah. And what the heck was happening? Is Gareth Bale golfing? Well,
0: there was a moment that I think there was a goal that Bale even thought the ball was going to go in. I don't know if you saw the match. There was a shot that glazed the post, okay. and you could see Bale's face. Like it was that one. It was that moment. And since then. Denmark was just solid. They were a really good unit. You were right. I have to t- I have to give it to you. You were right about it, the Danish.
1: It, it, it wasn't that crazy of a and uh, yeah, you're right. I put put them first ahead of Belgium. Um, I thought there was going to be some sort of some sort of de Bruyne effect uh, with the injury early mm-hmm. on it didn't happen. Um, but really, it comes down to the fact that we're all sitting here talking about the Danish team as if they're like ranked 44th, 50th, whatever. I yes. know these rankings mean nothing, but uh they came into this ranked tenth in the world, right? No, that's tenth yeah. in the world with Christian Ericsson on the field. Yeah. Uh but ultimately they got massive performances, much like Wales did last Euros. And uh, you know, I, I you love they it. have they have a love decent route to the final if they can continue to play as a cohesive team. Well um Delict so-
0: is is getting those those moments that you told me just now, he's off, right? So yeah, the, and, uh, off. The, the Danish must be happy because he's one heck of a player. Yeah, uh, but, but another player that's having an unbelievable tournament, I really want to mention him too. Because yeah. Spinazola, uh, yeah. second man of the match award, and he's flying on the left. He is flying on the left. Best left back in the Euros right now. Yes, he's better than Nun because Fernand Sanchez hasn't gone bold still. So I gave I'll give it to Spinazola. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he's he's been balling. Like what a player. What Absolutely.
1: A player. And and he's one just, just like Christensen for you. Uh he's one for me that I didn't yeah. really understand uh early just seeing a several games, several Serie A games, and uh it it's just amazing how perfect he fits into that that yep. setup there. Uh but you also got to you also got to say Marco Verratti. Just mm. we now know who the odd man out in in that phenomenal midfield of Jorginho, uh, Locatelli, Barella, um, and Verratti having to come back. One of them has to sit. Locatelli sits, which makes sense, uh, even yeah. after the goals he scored. Um, but Verratti, man, I mean, nine. I think he's got what thir- uh, nine chances in only like 135 minutes played this year. Or yeah. this, uh, this tournament, which is just absolutely unbelievable. And that that was not really a walk in the park to beat Austria. True, um, true. So it and took Chiesa. a
0: cohesive group. And Chiesa, oh my goodness. That oh, goal. yeah. Uh, he's, uh, I was ve- very excited to see Chiesa, uh, Chiesa. Chiesa. <laughs> having that moment. Because I pre- this is my preview. I think next season for Juventus, he's going to be crucial. So him going in the right foot next season is going to be
1: important. Yeah. Uh that that rebuild is one we're we're all pretty excited to watch for sure. We he might we it. He'll might It'll be a big yeah. part big part. For
0: sure, for sure. We might do a video or two like a Juve rebuild or an Inter rebuild. I think I think especially now Inter with a new coach and Juve too Allegri back. It's 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 exciting times. But another thing I wanted to mention about the Euros is Lukaku. Lukaku okay. said he had the need to say, and this, this actually puts me sad, because I rate Lukaku extremely high, okay? And seeing him on the bench, talking to Inri, listening to him, ma- uh, mentoring him, saying you should do this, this, this. Like, honestly, I thought Lukaku uh, now has little to no uh, weakness. Strength, finishing, positioning, awareness, communication, passing. He's got it all. And he should be rated in the. He shouldn't even say that I should be rated in the same in the same uh, as in the same level as Kane, um, yeah. Aguero, all these big strikers like Holland. You put Lukaku there too, in my opinion, like a hundred percent.
1: I'd absolutely have to agree, and no. I think it really all comes down to that move to Inter. You know, I think that was a big, big, big moment in his career. And uh, after a little transition period, he has done nothing but, I mean, pretty much dominate the scoring charts over there. So uh, to see him put it all together now, um, hey, they've got a couple more shots at uh, bringing Belgium's golden generation to a successful close, uh, unless they, you know, spring up another one. But he's going to be pretty tough to handle. Today, You uh, want to you do did. the
0: previews? Oh, uh, well,
1: word. I have well, just one or two more comments, and and I promise it won't take too long. Okay. Uh, but we got to just give Luka Modric um, the credit he deserves. Come on. he In Croatian footballing history, he is not only the youngest person ever to play at a uh, major Euro tournament. Okay. Uh, he is now the oldest, and that goal is just sick. That yes. <laughs> goal is just amazing. Um, and I cannot—I mean, my mouth is watering just thinking about Spain, Croatia, um, and uh, that just is a tough, tough side of the bracket. Uh, but yeah, Luka Modric, man, come on—that guy. You want to call somebody an eternal wonder kid, uh, <laughs> a la Jesse Lingard? He just is—he just is awesome. Um, yeah. And then the only other thing I got to say is, hey, Lewandowski did absolutely everything he could to try and get Poland into that. Uh, knockout stages into the it's knockout
0: stage much.
1: and I'll tell you I mean I was I was harsh on Poland in the group stages um, I didn't necessarily want to be right in any way shape or form but yeah. it just really sucked uh, seeing him out on an island most of the time and uh, unfortunately that deficit uh, against Sweden was a, a little bit too much to overcome and then you have what the 94th minute 95th minute dagger uh, what
0: was that? Uh, Kulusevski to who scored the who scored the winner? He, he got the he got that assist, Kulusevski, which was yeah. really good. Like it was a uh, like Sweden is another team. It's the Dan- the Danish, and yeah. Sweden. Like they've they've impressed me, and I've absolutely. I, I'm gonna mention it again. We mentioned this every podcast, but he deserves it. Isaac yeah. is stepping up in the boots of Ibrahimovic. Very good to see. A player like Fosberg helping Isaac, you know, the Kuluzewski with the assists. Okay, like a solid team is building. I, I really like uh, Sweden. I, I like the, I like I like it a lot.
1: And like the funny it. thing is, is we all we all talk about when we talk about Scandinavian countries, um, we're all thinking about the future of Norway, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with Holland and and Odegaard right. and yeah. uh, Berga. Sandwich. Uh, just yeah yeah, so many so many solid players and then you realize it's actually happening all across up there Um, so uh, there'll be there'll be a lot of fun to watch but I just had to say uh, Lewandowski did everything he could against them Uh, they just I don't know what it is Um, as you should like Lewandowski like he he wants I told
0: you Lewandowski wants to make a statement by just going through just going through he just needed that because Poland they don't help him you you said it he was on an island so an island. if he was right. not on an island he could be in your goal scorer number one predictions like as the top goal scorer in the competition he And since be. he since he isn't yeah. uh any any shout
1: out to who could be the top scorer i mean Come on, I, as I said to you, and it was it was somewhat jokingly. Uh, obviously, Cristiano Ronaldo is up against uh, Belgium, and and we'll know we'll know their fate uh, moving forward. Uh, but I don't know if anyone's going to overtake Ronaldo's five goals so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately, if you're talking about knockout stages, um, I think a guy like Griezmann has shown that he can uh, pop up in the right place uh, and 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 score some important goals, and I think he's going to do it on that side of the bracket um kind of in spades so i'm gonna pick griezmann for the knockout rounds but i still think cristiano ronaldo is going to take the top goal scorer for the entire tournament
0: well yeah i'm gonna pick christian ronaldo because i well as a portuguese person i feel like he's gonna pass against belgium and i actually think we're gonna pass against belgium and could be butchering this comes out on the wednesday so (laughs) i just wanted to say like ronaldo is an extreme extremely competitive person and the fact that the number two in the goal scoring list is playing against him like ronaldo will want to make a statement he'll at least i think he'll score a goal against belgium but five goals he'll score maybe he'll score one one more against belgium six uh I have two interesting options: ben- Benzema for okay. France. I think he can get a he can get a brace and a goal here and there. He's sure. already got two goals, and I was hopeful that Holland with Depay would make something happen because I think Depay has. I th- I don't know if it's two or three goals too, but yeah. he's he could he. I was with expectations really high for Depay because Depay. Has the move now to Barcelona, sure. um, with Coleman. So this is a request by Coleman. Clearly, um, Messi requested Aguero. Coleman re- uh, requested Depay. It's clear as day. You know, we don't need to be Fabrizio Romano to say this one. It's it's quite obvious. And Depay, I think it's it's going to be one of his final Euros. I'd say as the big star of the yeah. team. And I was expecting a bit more, you know. Wijnaldum is doing right. a lot. Is doing a lot. Frankie deong one of the best midfielders in the competition, but yeah, you been, know, Depay. He you. Yeah, yeah, he was in my top goal scorer. He was like number three. So ronald Benzema and Depay.
1: Okay. It's, okay. And, and winner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, we're we're going. You want to go assists? Okay, let's go with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, All right. Well, who's yours first? since
0: uh... Kuluzewski. Uh, I think okay. Sweden is going to have a good match against Ukraine. Okay, this is me betting on that. Okay. Uh, or uh, Horsberg of uh, Denmark. Yeah. I think yeah. He, he could have a good match too against whoever wins this match, yep. uh, the Netherlands Czech Republic. I think he could get a assist or two. Uh, and my third option would be in, uh, let's say, a miracle moment that Bruno Fernandes starts to perform for the Portuguese national team and gets, like, four assists. Mm-hmm. Like, he could if he's got Andres Silva and Cristiano Ronaldo there ahead. Yeah. Come on, just needs to cross it in. Someone will get a goal. Yeah. Someone well. will. Get, okay, Italy. Okay, we're just talking about Donnarumma here. We need creativity. We need vision. We need something. If we pass against Belgium. Right. So that's my Kulzevski. I'd okay.
1: All right. Well, you know, I'm, I'm surprised. A little surprised you didn't say like a Gerard, uh, Gerard Moreno, uh, mm-hmm. for Spain, who actually I believe he's on two mm-hmm. so far. But I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm a little befuddled here because I'm I'm watching uh, I'm watching the Dutch uh, exit this tournament. They're now down two zip and and Schick. I think we have to alter our goal scoring list because uh, Schick just scored again. Um So. This uh my my assists on this one and I don't think you're gonna like it. Uh my number one pick was Hoiberg just because oh. of of uh, set pieces and from how good he's been um so mm-hmm. far. Uh but I, I gotta go with KDB. Um obviously it, it, this <laughs> this comes down to the fact that he has to make his way through Portugal first. Um and oh. I think you're getting a little bit of a glimpse on who you think my finalist is going to be. And they were always, my they were always my finalists, right? Yeah, yeah, except I did have Belgium going through in second, right? Yeah, so they had a little true. bit of a different uh, path. So uh, KDB, I'm just not going to bet against him right now. And he's hungrier than hell. Uh, he's also competitive, except in a, in a much, um, much more reserved manner uh, compared to Cristiano Ronaldo, who I totally think would like to put his own son in order to get the ball. Uh, <laughs> I actually, no. I, I mean that. I mean that as someone, I, I have two young kids, and I mean that in the, in the most endearing fashion. Uh, he wants to teach his kids to toughen up, and I, I think he true. wants a, he, that wants that competitive bone, and it can't hurt. And uh, CR7 has it. Uh, de bruyne has it too and i just i'm looking at it and i'm saying this is this is belgium's last chance to do something big they either put up shut up um and mm-hmm. if someone's going to be there to be the architect we all know who it's going to be and he's coming off of two phenomenal performances so okay let's so, see what happens
0: so my finalist and my winner is going to yep. be portugal portugal okay. alé okay like we say it here <laughs> yep. uh, and your finalist yeah uh, is belgium so, one of us on Wednesday is gonna is gonna be the one getting the praise, and the other isn't. But let's—I'm confident. I'm still confident. If we go bold in midfield with Gnaat, yeah. and Ibrun, Motin, I have a feeling he's gonna play Motin. But ah, uh, I—I well, I, I, warned people. I said okay. motinho was gonna play ahead of Bruno in some matches. People were saying, "What?" Well, Moutinho, but doesn't even play. Yeah, right. Look,
1: but but like you, I mean, one of your biggest issues with him, um, early on, uh, not Moutinho, but Fernando Santos, uh, early on was that he didn't do this. You know, he didn't substitute uh, early enough. Um, uh, and obviously quality subs or the right subs. And hey, he got he got Palina in there early, uh, and and he made his mark. <laughs> Uh and we gotta give you credit because you've been calling for him the whole time. Although you have been calling for for Nuno Mendez uh, quite frequently and it hasn't exactly worked out thanks to that little injury. But all right. All it right, will. you're holding out. So I'm, you're going to-
0: more confident about Nun minch than I was about Paulinho. Okay. I, I'm not I'm not scared to say this. Palinha is a quality CDM, which I'm yes. sure all the Premier League teams must be going crazy. Crazy. He yeah. he fits perfectly in a lot of teams. But Nun Minch is a talent that you don't see around uh, like it's not common so okay. i'm even more confident about noon mensch than Palinha. Oh,
1: we'll, we'll find out soon enough uh, so, so who, who's your finalist you've got portugal in the final you got portugal winning who yes. do you have them beating
0: okay. uh, why not go england <laughs> <laughs> why not go england i i look i'm hopeful against germany i know they need to yeah. prepare the full box Okay, this is... I think they should play with three centre-backs against Germany. They should put Walker going against uh, Kimish and Gozens. In, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. that's a... What I saw against Portugal is a very tough team to handle there. So, eh, why not? Harry Kane showing up, scoring. Uh, Sancho, he knows the German team better than anyone. So, come on. give him the Give him the minutes. And I did see some backlash. People saying... Rashford is a left winger. Sancho is a right winger. I just, I, I just said that I do agree that Rashford is better on the left, yeah. but both of them are on the bench. And who I would pick first to come on is Sancho, not Rashford, guys. So yeah. that I just wanted to put that clear. That's my pick. And yeah, the Euros. We need to, we need to save it for a podcast episode eleven.
1: Uh, ah, well, you oh know. Well, as you as can tell, I, I had Belgium, um, <laughs> Belgium gone. Belgium is my, my finalist and my winner, mm-hmm. okay? Um, which is actually a change from France. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, I, I have no good reasons why. I have mm-hmm. no good reasons why right now. Um, it's, it's something I've, I've been having to work through. I, I just think France is is not as impenetrable as, as some people think they are. Um, they were prone to mistakes. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately they came out on top. They're gonna have Switzerland and Croatia, Spain, whoever wins that, that's gonna be a tough matchup for them. Um, uh-huh. And it's just a matter of if they if they fire on from there, but, but I do like Belgium versus France, but Belgium, my finalists, I am going to go with Denmark. I'm, I'm dramatic pause, is that what it is? Is there a dramatic pause here? <laughs> Uh I Her mean, face was like, what again, Breson? I, I just just look at this, okay, <laughs> Sweden, Ukraine, England, Germany, we obviously know that the other favorite within this setup here, right is the winner of England, Germany. I think I think that that Germany can be beaten um just as they almost were by Hungary. Uh, I, I think there's a there's a method to it, and I don't I, again, I'm not the coach. I'm not a tactician. Uh, but when it comes down to it, we've seen it happen in the past with Greece winning. We've seen it happen in the past with Denmark winning. Right? Yeah. It's. Um, it's, it's been hard. many years since we've seen that type of a uh, tournament. But imagine, uh, I'm not picking Denmark to win. I'm picking them to imagine if England head to the loses country.
0: to Denmark. Imagine if England loses to Denmark. Yeah. It, it sounds to the me like English I'm people to would people. go mad. I know. It I know. would be a madness in England. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I, you're, you went bold. I can say I, that, guys. Bretton went it. bold.
1: It's, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, you want to see... Denmark in the final. It's just, there's, there's ripe... Th- that section of the bracket is ripe for an upset. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I'm just feeling it because England is not as airtight as, you know, some people they want need to
0: They need and, Mount. They need mounts. That's for yeah. sure.
1: They're going to need some big... They need hurricane.
0: So uh yeah. a lot of people were demanding us to switch up the international tournament and speak more about copa america which for sure it deserves it i i'm loving it i'm loving copa america i know with the COVID rules they got it through yeah. and look it's it's good games i've been uh, good games have been happening like argentina their defense is looking solid now with Cristian romero yeah and uh, Martinez in goal, fantastic goalkeeper. Really yes. good, really good saves he's been doing up there.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So, what yeah. do you think about Copa America?
1: I mean, aside from the hundred and what sixty COVID cases that have presented itself since the beginning of the tournament, <laughs> um, yeah, it's always any any time you you put them, uh, you know, every team in the the Bowl, uh mm-hmm. in like a cage match um it's always fun and this is a little bit of a refreshing or a different take on it where i guess only two it's basically like a seating structure where you have two sets of five top four go through and then they go one like march madness style one versus four one versus four sorry i showed my american there um Mm -hmm. but i i do love the you know the excitement behind it and Mm -hmm. you know Brazil looks relatively unstoppable and that's Neymar missing as many open chances as he has been <laughs> making them. Um, but ultimately, yeah. Like, there's a couple names that have really stood out to me and mm-hmm. Kiki Romero is definitely one. I mean, mm-hmm. voted top defender in Serie A for a reason. Yeah. Uh, for a team that when you think about Atalanta, you don't think about Atalanta as a defensive team. You think about them as offense as defense, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Romero has been absolutely just phenomenal um, for Atalanta and has shown that he can do it for Argentina as well. That, and that is important that is if true. you want, if you want an Argentina to win their first international trophy in what, like 27, 28 years, mm-hmm. you need a Cuti Romero um, and an Otamendi to, to do what they can do in the center of defense to somehow stifle, whether it's Brazil, whether it's, you know, some of these trickier teams like a Colombia in the knockouts uh, mm-hmm. that'll be huge. So I didn't mean to spend that much time on him because one of the coolest uh, narratives of this whole thing, and you you probably might've been ready to talk about this, but Ben Brereton, you've heard Mm. about this guy, right?
0: Yeah, 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 I've heard of him.
1: 22 year old striker. Um, he, He debuted and scored for Chile. I think he added an assist like the game later. Chile hasn't been lighting things up, but they've also been pretty, pretty decent. But this is a kid that was playing for Blackburn Rovers, was in the English youth setup for a long period of time. Um, I don't know if anyone has actually gone in and read the story on what's, you know, how he was discovered. But football manager played a very central role to how it was discovered that he had a second national, a second nationality, um, oh. and ultimately, yeah, ultimately the Chile Football Association reached out to him, uh, Chilean Football Association. Yeah. He accepted, and here he is starring. Uh, a kid from Stoke on Trent uh here he is starring for Chile uh alongside obviously like an Alexis Sanchez and uh it's mm-hmm. really really cool really cool that that's happening
0: i think they had a draw chill against uh was it argentina 1-1 yeah
1: he assisted that's, the late goal right
0: that was a big big draw big draw like i was argentina since then they've been looking fantastic especially on the defensive yeah. but that was a really good draw for Chile. Uh, about Brazil... Uh, I watched Brazil play uh, two two matches, and mm-hmm. I'd like to highlight Fred, because Fred is playing really well for Brazil. He's performing really well. Uh, it's good to see that at Man United, he had a couple of good games, but the bad games are very noticeable. But That's in funny. the national team, he's very good. Casmiro, too. I wanted to highlight Kazmir too. What a captain he is because he stops he, he stops the midfields by himself. Like that Real Madrid, he's very overlooked in my opinion. Like the legacy he has at Real Madrid with Kroos and Madrid, that midfield is going to be iconic for years. And it wouldn't be iconic without Kismir. Uh He came at a time coming from alone at Porto and seeing that development and now watching Brazil play and seeing his how key he is it's fantastic sure. and another player is Eder Militão Eder Militão I knew he was a baller because here in Portugal he won like five uh defenders of the month awards like consecutive something ridiculous I can't right. remember at the time but he was fast he, he could anticipate really well he's a good ball playing def- center back he can play as a full back too Yep. Um he's got he's got a lot of tools in his arsenal so I'm really happy to see Eden Militão playing real it's Silva too Eden Militão and Thiago Silva performing really well in Copa America. Yeah, that and Brazil he, he's team one is one that
1: great. he's one that's still trying to to really get settled at Madrid. Yes. I mean and I I think once he gets it um yeah. or, or once Real Madrid gets it uh he'll he'll be a massive part uh of that so um mm-hmm. all right well you know you're talking about all these guys that are needs to uh, get a grip older they're they're older right <laughs> except another who is i still he's 23 or maybe maybe just turned 24 mm-hmm. um i i do want to highlight a couple of young guys to watch out yes. for um for the way forward and they're not on the better teams right they're not okay. on brazil not on argentina when you when you have uh, the glut of talent that uh, Brazil and Argentina has, mm-hmm. there's a luxury to not having to bring along some 18 year olds. But um, Ecuador, in, in particular, uh, has mm-hmm. produced uh, two 19 year olds, uh, Moises Caicedo. Keish- I don't know if I'm saying that name right. The City um, kid, right? Yeah. Well, actually, no. He's a uh, he's at Brighton. He'll be okay. at Brighton. Yeah. Uh, oh, he it's was back the,
0: on- It's the CDM, right? Yes. Absolutely.
1: And he's been, he's been pretty phenomenal. And he's one of those ones. If, um, if you watch the ascendancy of um, uh, Busuma, okay, Busuma at Brighton, and I get it, you know, Brighton doesn't exactly knock everybody's socks off, but Busuma is being looked at within the premier league as a, a lot of replacements uh, or some replacements uh, in Mm -hmm. in some of the bigger teams, midfields. And I think you've got a ready-made if the transition works out correctly ready-made replacement in the form of this uh, Kaixada kid who actually, I believe it was the U-20 World Cup where he really came onto the scene um, and had just a phenomenal, phenomenal overall performance in the tournament. Uh, so you have him, and then on top of that, well, actually, to go back to Brighton, you've got him and Jacob Motor, which is one hell of a midfield for years to come at Brighton.
0: a good midfield, yeah.
1: It is a good midfield. But the other guy I want to talk about is a guy that has landed on the radar of Bayern Munich, Atletico Madrid… Um, mm-hmm. Newcastle. I had to throw Newcastle in there, but he's, uh, uh, like nine teams I think are looking for this kid cause he's tall. He can win aerial battles. He also, uh, is a progressive, progressive passer. He's left footed, uh, connects very comfortable on the ball. Doesn't mind taking people on. Um, mm-hmm. but it's Piero Hincapi Um, okay. and I think it might be Hinkapy. Uh, but Ecuador has p- pretty much featured him at center back and he has, uh, they have a big game later today against Brazil. Um, mm-hmm. But he has been one of the best young defenders at the tournament and definitely one if, you, if you're you looking for somebody on Football Manager, I think you can, <laughs> you can probably do worse than him. Well, uh,
0: about Moises Caicedo, like, like, I only saw news about him going to United and it didn't go through. But I'm glad that he's going to a team in which he'll develop and for sure he'll become a, a name that we will all know, which is fantastic to see. Yeah. so you highlighted ecuador i'm gonna highlight a team too with few talents and i'm gonna go uruguay i think they're very overlooked valverde is one of the best box-to-box midfielders in the world he, is, he is young but he's extremely overlooked that yeah. midfield that they have y Valverde, and i am extremely happy about a player that i didn't know a lot about I knew a lot about Gabriel Mnín as a right wing back for Palmeiras. But I okay. didn't know about their left wing back. And I'm really happy I'm watching Uruguay play. And I found out about Matias Vinha. Fantastic left wing back. Can play as a left mid. I went to do my research and a left back. But mm-hmm. with Abel. Abel, which is a phenomenal coach. I was t- off, off the record, I was telling you. For me, Abel is one of the top three young Portuguese coaches. Okay. And he's put... Mattia Vinha as a left wing back and he's performing so well. And now in the Copa America, he's showing signs of of being an extremely good player against the big teams too. So Valverde, and- um Ugar too. is not he's not there, but I I'm, I that those midfielders they have their building up, Darwin Nunes too. Mm-hmm. I I'm liking what Uruguay is doing. It's long term they they might win a copa america with with these with these young guns improving you know so yeah,
1: yeah um, i agree and, and and that's not even uh, adding to the fact i think facundo uh, torres in their last game got his his first assist off the bench and um they do they have a they always they always have just a really nice stable of young talent. It's just whether or not they i don't know i mean we, it's been almost 6 months since i've really heard of maxi gomez and do you remember him you remember him lighting up La Liga, right? Um, and it, he's really taken a step back, and yet I believe mm-hmm. he still played a substitute role in their last game. Um, so just these, these players come in and they, they, they take over. Uh, Uruguay is always one to watch, and mm-hmm. um, they're fun to watch too. But it's still Cavani and Suarez's show, and whether or not they can get it done against uh, Brazil that right now I think has nine goals for, one goal against in the whole mm-hmm. tournament, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, and also, whether or not, I got to say, it was five years ago yesterday, five years ago yesterday, that Leo Messi walked off the pitch after yes. losing the Copa America Centenario final. And he said, I retire, right? Yeah. International. I retire. And uh, here he is back. He wants it. And um, we'll see. You him know, he
0: wants it because the rivalry that is building up and that is happening while we speak – uh, yep. is making him play in these international tournaments because I don't know, there was a man that became the the most goal scorer in international games, I think. Mm-hmm. Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, I've, never heard, I've never heard of it. <laughs> Alex, I've never heard of it. Uh, so you guys requested a bunch the GOAT talk. You are like, who's the GOAT, who's the GOAT, who's the GOAT? And I couldn't say noon Minz anymore. I needed to to justify <laughs> myself, <laughs> and so here you go, guys. You're gonna have the talk between Messi, Ronaldo. Would you like to start?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, you're talking on my my hemisphere, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's Leo Messi. It really mm-hmm. is. It's always been. I grew up with the Barcelona teams. Um, I know there's something to be said uh, about Ronaldo and uh, and three separate. Uh, doing it in, on, in three separate countries, uh, winning championships and winning, you know, best player awards and all that good stuff. But but the consistency of Leo Messi uh, over the years and the amount of palpable, like, uh, goose bumpy moments, right, that he's given me as a fan of, uh, and, and this is not to say Ronaldo doesn't, mm-hmm. but uh, it's just more relatable yeah. for me. So it really, you know, it doesn't almost come down to like I have no qualifications whatsoever to say who's a better footballer. No, mm-hmm. it, frankly, nobody does, except maybe yep. Kayla. I have no clue. Uh, <laughs> but I am, uh, you know, I'm not going to take the coward's way out and say we mm-hmm. are privileged to be in a in a world where we can see a Cristiano and a Messi uh, but do get out together. But I do have to say, if we take that uh, Ronaldo is two years older. Mm-hmm. And we go back to where Ronaldo was at 34, right? Because Messi, I think, just turned 34. Yes. Um, man, that makes me feel old. Uh, anyway, I, it, you know, you got to say from an actual statistical uh, level, uh, and there's so many ways you can put this, uh, mm-hmm. his statistics look better. Uh, but really what it comes down to for me is relatability from the, from the point of growing up with Leo Messi on my wall. Growing yeah. up, it could be because he's a diminutive guy and I'm a small guy it could be because you know there's so many different things uh, mm-hmm. but i love the fact that it was goat versus goat and there, there's two goats here yeah i it's and impossible <laughs> now, but well i know uh, i know you've picked ronaldo why tell me why when it comes i just wanted to, to say
0: something goat. about messi i fell in love with football because of messi like my okay. first wallpaper on a pc was a Lionel messi wallpaper barcelona okay because i fell in love in like in the way he touched the ball those, those iconic matches against man united those moments in which the young kid is delivering he won the ballon d'or as a youngster so that was maybe maybe i'm here because of him so i just wanted to say like messi thank you for what you've done like you're one of the goats for sure but yeah. my choice is Christian ronaldo And I'm going to say if you'd speak spoken to me five years ago, I'd say Messi, blankly. But the more I live, the more I appreciate Ronaldo because Ronaldo was if you show tape to a five year old kid and you showed a player and you wouldn't say names and you show the United clips and then you'd show clips of uh, Christian Ronaldo at Real Madrid, the kid wouldn't recognize. No, wouldn't recognize that they were the same player. Two completely different styles of play. Ronaldo had a big injury at Man United, a big injury on his leg. And he had to change his style of play completely because his agility wasn't the same. So he then thought, I need to become a machine, a goal scoring machine. Because Ronaldo is a natural born competitor. And he wants to be the most everything in the world. And that's what I have to admire about Ronald I think look I love Kobe he's got the mama mentality, but I think Ronald is he's he's got Ronald the Ronald mentality man he comes from Madeira, like the poverty and right. I'm Portuguese and I can I can tell he comes from the the poor of like it's really like the rise to 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 success. Is you won't see it like he's the most followed person on Instagram too. Like even right. social media, he's he wants to win in everything, and yeah. for that, I I am as like as I grow up, I'm gonna go Ronald. I'm gonna okay. go Ronald because he's gone to every league, he's become the top scorer in every team he's been. He's, he's been, and I feel like he just wants to conquer the world, and he's yeah. done it.
1: And he's I, I do have to, I have to agree there in that sense that like he's undergone multiple transformations yeah. right and he's you know uh winning it in, with different clubs is, is amazing and then and then you go back and that's like where there's so di- such different players not just players on the field but players mm-hmm. off the field too you know he i wouldn't say he craves the limelight right but he 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 invites it right he invites the the and we're talking about ronaldo mm-hmm. uh he invites uh, all the drama and all the um, uh, speculation and all that craziness that that goes around being a, a footballer mm-hmm. or the most followed uh, footballer on Instagram, um, or I should say, most followed person, person in and exactly. one of them. Uh, but you also have to really enjoy the fact that Leo Messi has done so, except if you take into consideration his like tax payments case and all that <laughs> fun stuff. He has done a lot of what he's done kind of under the radar right not really under the radar under- but you know what i mean he is not a guy he he doesn't post pictures they're very what? different people is what i'm trying to say i just hit the mic so if anything <laughs> no worries has- messi has-
0: under the radar i can say one thing that messi does a lot not under, under the, the radar, radar. that's not the best the, of- like he talks so much crap during games i don't know if you know about this but <laughs> this is like every player that plays against messi says messi Talks so much when he's playing. He, he center backs hate him. He's yeah. always with Messi. It's like he's an expert. Ronaldo doesn't have time for that. Ronaldo just has time to confront, get it done. Uh,
1: <laughs> no. Well, I, I got one. I got one thing that has to be brought up here. Mm. Um, they're very close on a goal scoring level, right? And and arguably, Messi, if he plays an extra two years, and say Ronaldo retires. Mm. Which I, I think I think uh, you know there's that like 52 year old guy that's still playing in the Japanese J League. Yeah,
0: um,
1: yeah. I think I think that's going to be Ronaldo. Um, but man, uh, man. when it comes down to it, uh, do does Messi's 90 more assists count for anything from a statistical level? It
0: in does. Terms and of- there yeah. is another thing too that Messi has that's way above Ronaldo, and it's the man of the match awards. I think he's like 300. And he's yeah. like 150 ahead of Ronald. But this is, Messi is was a unique talent. And the style of play of Messi, he did change. He did get the free kicks in his arsenal late stages. Because yeah. anyone that says that Messi doesn't train is lying. Messi trains a lot. He didn't have that free kick at the start of his career. Late stages, now he has. And it's, he's the best free kick taker in the world. Behind James ward award maybe, but <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> he's definitely on top. English top. Messi, no. <laughs> so uh. he's shown that he's improved uh, skills in his in his Arsenal. So I do respect that. I wanted to mention that too, but I again, Ronaldo has the biggest changes. I have to say, Ronaldo undergone undergone them. But you said statistically, who has the most goals in history in the Champions League? Right. Who has the most goals in international uh, uh, international clubs? I hear or, you. Uh, national team, sorry. I Who has you. the most goals in history for Real Madrid, which is the most yeah. iconic club in the world?
1: Who has more Who, Ballon Dors?
0: Yeah, but he was stolen a Ballon d'Or. I'm sorry to say it, like he I, was I, I, stolen I a Ballon d'Or. That Ballon d'Or was clear as day for Ronaldo. He left I, Real Madrid. You, I don't want to ke- come here with an agenda, but that was very sketchy. Yeah, very sketchy. He leaves Real, you no know, Ballon d'Or, and it goes to Modric, which he was fantastic, really good in the the World Cup final, Re- fantastic,
1: fantastic season.
0: But come on, Modric so, so next you, to Ronaldo. It's an alien
1: a conspiracy theory that that Messi actually swung the no, vote no. because Real no. Such- Madrid, Real Madrid didn't I'm just, want just their kidding.
0: star player to get the Ballon yeah. d'Or and leaving. Honestly, yeah. I think that happened. If we see the power that Real Madrid have in, with the Super League now, okay, I don't think the power of even putting Ballon d'Or, Madrid, I, this is, it's sad. And I think, Ronald, it's an opinion too. Ronald, I think he was robbed. Simple. And yep. yes, okay, and I do give it to every Ballon d'Or that Messi got. He did, He worked for it and he deserves credit. But I told you, the more I live, and he's a better athlete, too, because Messi he undergo he under he underwent a lot to become Lionel Messi. Like because of his growth, uh, the hormones he needed he right. needed a lot of financial help, and yeah. I think that's why he hasn't left Barcelona. I'll never judge Bar- uh, Lionel Messi not leaving Barcelona, because Barcelona gave the treat uh, helped fund the treatment that made Lionel messi get the height to become Lionel messi that we see right now so i do think he's he's he appreciates that that moment in his life which he needed help which then helped him become the best player in the world but ronaldo spends millions in his body okay and i can tell you if there's an athlete that can say drink water i can assure you it's ronaldo because if ronaldo says drink water I 100% guarantee you, Ronald won't say for you to do something that he doesn't do. Okay. He's, he's a, he, he, he knows that he wants to pass a good message
1: and he should to the world. Oh,
0: no,
1: actually, I'm now remembering a messy, uh, I believe it was a Coke commercial. Wow. (laughs) Pepsi. Wow. Oh, it was Pepsi. You're right. It was Pepsi.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, I'll be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if Coca-Cola had a talk with Ronald because the truth is, Pepsi sponsors, uh, uh, sp- aye, uh, Pepsi sponsors Messi. So yep. I'm sure because antagonists builds momentum and stories, Coca-Cola had a talk with Ronaldo. And, yeah, doesn't seem like it went well. So the GOAT
1: said drink water. So everybody at home, go drink uh, water. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to end it on, I, I believe Messi is the more complete player. Uh, complete and- I I do yes I believe he's the most complete player compared to Ronaldo. Absolutely. Come on, look at the heading. Come on, Ronaldo's going to another airport maybe. He can leave
0: Lisbon and he can go to Madeira just with his jump.
1: <laughs> well, okay, so he's going to jump it. No. <laughs> no come on. come now, on. Now we're now, see now we're getting contentious. So so what we need to do is let's let's go back. We'll, we'll go back to the center and we'll say, These are two otherworldly players that it's highly unlikely we'll ever see again, right? Mhm. Um, I mean, I don't even know you, what do you, what do you say? Holland and Mbappe over the next 10 years? No, I don't think so. But you, you don't know. And that's, that's another mm. podcast, So let's not, yeah,
0: that's another let's title, not yeah.
1: go on that. But I mean, these guys have been so dominant, so mm-hmm. consistent, so ridiculously impressive. Uh, you know, in Ronaldo's case, obviously changing, right. Um, mm-hmm. so much, uh, whether it's location or his body or whatever, uh, messy, I can't tell you how many how many goals I can run through in my head right now just picturing mm-hmm. them. Uh, the slalom run versus seven defenders. I mean, he's done that multiple times. Just the the amount of joy um, and highlights they've given us over the years we, you know, we just gotta come back to that and say,, yeah. if, if there could be two goats. Um, and
0: that's what's happening, Bretton. It's and I what well, we started a conversation, I feel like it's worthy to end it. It's Messi's performing in Copa America. And Ronaldo not performing at the Euros. Yeah. So I think we're gonna have an ending to this story, hopefully. And yeah, let's keep on going.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I never want to have that conversation again. It's just too tough. Well,
0: of a I like it though. I like a bit of drama, you know. Well, it's, we, it's we, never we, all, bad.
1: we want to know what we want to know what you think. Um, mine, you know, actually both of ours is pretty personal, except you. Yeah, you grew up idolizing Messi as well, so. It's Interesting. true. It's true. Um, it's we, true. And we, we a lot of people hear, here. Yeah, we d- here. we do want to hear. Please, in the comment section, let us know who you'd pick and uh, and why. 100%. I mean, you can't boil it down to one sentence, um, but it's always good to think about. And Alex was the one that challenged me with that because I told him outright I really didn't want to have this conversation because it's too damn hard. It's the um, And it's it's good to good mm-hmm. to talk about it as long as you have respect for both players, and I do absolutely yeah. so all right let's let's go on to something that we don't need to have respect for and that's the transfer market right yeah Uh, and it's it's heating up it's heating up
0: i i want to say if you guys say oh you go bold with noon minch no 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 who's going bold right now is guardiola yeah guardiola is going bold by getting grealish for 100 million yeah and harry kane that is going
1: it's like uh it, what's the what's the talk show where they they just give uh, oprah winfrey you get a hundred million you get a hundred million <laughs> except, you, except you get you get Grealish and you get harry kane and, and, uh, in return so that's pretty good but oh they need hey, a left
0: back i'll just say that but yeah
1: yeah so you could probably get nuno for what 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 did you say like 20 million Maybe no 25. impossible
0: impossible he, he for 20 million impossible to get noon managed and he'd be the least the least i'm I'm here thinking 40 million with a another arrangement to get more money 40 yeah. the least and I, well yeah 40 right. the least in my opinion He's, yeah but oh, we okay. could talk about fullbacks here because I wanted to mention this uh the transfer talk I feel like something huge happened and it's gonna change the football spectrum in my opinion and that is psg are focusing on the left backs finally they're getting hakimi and i have to say neymar you have no excuses no excuses by psg getting maybe donnarumma the best goalkeeper in the world right now in terms of form in my opinion okay within the euros and 22 years old and hakimi if Mbappe were to leave, Neymar, you can't complain still, okay? Big players are coming. Big players are coming. And Wijnaldum, fantastic midfielder, okay? Really yeah. had a good Euros, in my opinion. He he had a couple of good, good games. And, yeah, exciting team to watch now.
1: Very exciting team to watch, that's for sure. Um, I just don't know. Addressing the whole goalkeeper thing, mm. I don't understand it. Yeah, you're getting the best of the probably the best of the best, but you know, it's, it's just, they addressed yeah. the fullback position yes. and they will continue to do so. And that's a big deal. If you're, if your goal is literally only the champions league, even though you did lose mm-hmm. one championship last year to Lille. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. Mbappe, Neymar, I mean, they, they've got, they've got a team that uh, they got to be pretty happy with moving forward. Uh, no mm-hmm. longer potentially. Will you see a Mitchell Bacher, nothing against him. Yeah. Um, or, are, uh, I'm forgetting the other, other guy's name. Help me out.
0: They have Bernard too. Uh, Bernard.
1: Oh all right, all right, yeah. So it, it, right, it, there's no excuse there. But uh, hey, yeah. another another team that's very close to getting exactly what they want or have wanted for seemingly the longest transfer saga ever, according mm-hmm. to Fabrizio Romano. Jaden Sancho is as close as he's ever been. We've heard this before, I think, but he's as close as he's ever been. To uh, joining Manchester United, and um, wow! If Woodward goes out, okay, if he goes out and he gets Jaden Sancho, and we know he's. Well, I think he's targeting Raphael Varane, right? He's, uh,
0: you know. mm, I saw a lot of news on Twitter for Kamavinga,
1: and Kamavinga. I mean, that, yes, I don't that know, know if you saw that.
0: One. And credible sources. It wasn't like right, right. It's credible sources that are mentioning that the the board of United or meeting the representatives of Kamavinga. Yep. And that's a that is a deal that is expecting a Pogba leaving. In my opinion. If really? Kamavinga comes in, Pogba must leave. Pogba mm. must leave. It's I, I don't I don't honestly I think okay. it's I don't want to see it's obvious, but Pogba even leaving gives time for Donny van der Beek finally having the game time that he that he's desperately wanting okay and kamavinga he's he's gonna be 50 or 60 if he if he comes and i don't know if united should should pull the trigger i'd focus on the center back you were right there with varan i think they should get sancho focus on the center back and then on a cdm yeah if they if they get declan rice i'm very very like the sumare Leicester got past and Sumare and Sumare, elite yeah. business. So if United were to get a CDM, the good value for the for the money, yeah, Locatelli, Locatelli.
1: I, I mean, that's uh, would you look at Kamavinga as much as a, a, an amazing future he has? Mm. Um, I, I do think that that, that probably leaving Wren makes sense for him, but heading it to does. United. Heading to uh, United, I just don't I don't think it's the best way to go for him. Um,
0: I'd pick Locatelli ahead of Kamavinga right now, like for I, United. I and would he's cheaper. He's, definitely going, he's, going,
1: yeah. uh, he's going to Juventus. Yeah. And I said it right that time. I, I got to catch myself. You Sorry. Jays are very important. In, in, uh, in the, I have no clue what I'm saying. You were really, right there. You Juventus. were
0: right there. You said, you said Juventus was going to snatch up uh, Locatelli and… They, with Italian talents, like, you know... I'm actually shocked that Donnarumma isn't heading to Juventus. I, I really thought he was going to Juventus. Like, So... It's,
1: it's, it's... I don't know. I don't know the but answer. The but the Sancho
0: deal, it needs to happen, right? It's I'm, I'm sick of seeing this Fabrizio speculation. Like, And do I think that long-term, we're going to look back and think, well, they didn't get Sancho straight away. They got Ahmad Diallo... They they had they had they didn't pull the trigger but they still invested a bit and maybe now having Ahmad coming off the bench with Sunsh that mm-hmm. could be that could be an extremely good duo and I'd like to see next season this is me already having a season preview kind of but Mason Greenwood uh, having that Cavani knowledge that I repeat I think they have a fantastic relationship Cavani and Greenwood it's we may see finally the 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 trio up front uh, that that man united fans are sick of saying rashford on the left get a harry kane and half sancho if that's ha- if the, if that happens now with cavani up front instead of harry kane look yeah. guys let's see it let's see it you change okay. your
1: voice there for uh, united supporters i think <laughs> i didn't know there was a a particular (laughs) united uh i I just wanted people
0: to notice like this is not me talking right right, (laughs) it's
1: me talking though but like yeah yeah well i I think that that yeah i mean there's there's a lot that has to happen and and obviously you you can imagine after the euros uh things are going to get real interesting real soon Mm -hmm. uh or we're gonna all be disappointed again but another thing um in terms of Big name moves like what Mm -hmm. we're talking about. But yes, yeah, put up, shut up, or, you know, get this transfer saga over with and get Sancho in if that's really what what needs to happen. Although I still believe and I'll stick Mm -hmm. by it uh, until the day that, you know, we get that picture of him signing the dotted line. Although I know there is one circulating that people are saying. I saw that too, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Until he's fully announced, I stick by Sancho Holland. Sticking around one more year, which is probably a losing bet. That's um, very difficult. That's very difficult. Very Even difficult.
0: Holland, like I don't think I I said if I think Holland were to move, it would be Chelsea. But yeah. it's looking like he'll stay. Yeah. But uh, well, if
1: Santa's leaving, he almost uh, he has to stay, right? I mean he has to. I think. I, I they,
0: don't. That'd be two big blows. That'd be two big blows, especially now with RB Leipzig getting stronger. Yeah. They 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 have to be careful in that sense, but um, who do you think Arsenal's getting though? I I did see Ben White. It's gonna yeah. happen, right? Um, 50 million, 50
1: million pounds for a, a, fifty. A, that's what I saw. Forty. Fifty. 40 million, 50? Yeah, I think it was a big chunk of change.
0: Arsenal are desperate. Come on, fifty millions for Ben. Fifty million for Ben White.
1: Yeah, I I I mean. I'm sure people will will verify for me but I'm pretty sure that's the number I saw it. Does, you know, I like Ben White but I I don't like that Let much, me so. let me
0: just say this. Upa Upamecano went to Bayern Munich for 35 million. Arsenal are getting Ben White for 50?
1: Well, was there was that a release clause or no? Maybe it wasn't. It was a release
0: clause, but still. Okay. No. Still.
1: Still. Yeah, you got to stick like an inflation adjuster on those uh those clauses, but I guess that's why you put them in there we're here um, sick of recommending Sved botman he'd be yeah. what half the price he would be he would be i mean he might be a, definitely a whole lot more than the 8 million i believe neil paid for him uh for so uh that's
0: oh that's tough yeah. to, i i i didn't know it was 50 million Bretton. i'm yeah, really well, surprised yeah we'll check
1: we'll check when we get off i could be wrong about that but, but i'm pretty sure i'm right um, the other oh. one I just had to bring up before we move on is I am very happy. I know I know some Chelsea fans would have rather seen him in the eleven, mm. but if this happens, and it may have actually already been announced, I don't know. But Billy Gilmore is probably heading out on loan, and, and from what I've heard, is okay. uh, Norwich City is likely going to be where he where he heads. I saw, um, I saw Rangers. I thought you saw were... Rangers. Yeah. yeah, going going back home for a while. I I, I get that. Get but you, Norwich
0: get... would skip right. Would it be with Skip?
1: I don't know if it would be with Skip, but it, it would be very Skip-like, right, in terms of that move. Um, <laughs> but I like, I, I like, I, actually, now that you bring up Rangers, I really do like the idea of Stevie G um, with yeah, Billy Gilmore for for a year. But uh, Billy
0: Gil- Norwich would be a good move. It would be. I think I'd like to see that happening. Todd Cantwell, uh, Adam Ida too. I'm, I'm, I'm I saw some clips about him. He's a yeah. good talent there at Norwich and yeah this it could
1: something could be building up that's i didn't know i didn't see that well who um oh man they just signed a a winger uh that really really impressed me um that norwich actually went out there and it it almost kind of screamed to me as if it was like uh rafinha rafinha to Leeds like (laughs) like type of move (laughs) Um, so well, I, I don't, I don't know, um, don't who it is, it. but I think Norwich is, is definitely going to be trying to stick around in the premier league. And I think if Billy Gilmore goes there he's going to play, uh, th- Norwich Wolf. thinks
0: things, thinks things through, you know, they kept the manager, even though they got relegated. So I don't think Norwich is coming to the Prem without a plan. So that's exciting to see. So Brendan, we got one minute. I wanted oh. to thank everyone. Okay. Every single person that comments our videos, comments on tiktok you guys are legends look i am so happy like this is one of the best stages in my life i'll be honest your support is changing my life and uh thank you yeah. thank you
1: yeah oh those were those you were know, really nice words alex You're i right? meant
0: them i meant them yeah. i'm serious i know you like, i know
1: you i mean you and i talk about this often neither of us expected this in any way shape or form and uh you and i just like to talk yeah. about this um and uh we love to talk to you guys uh, more on a regular basis and we're gonna find out whether yeah. we can display things better talk talk more whatever we're gonna find different ways to reach we're out gonna to improve you for sure yeah. this we is know. only the
0: start guys fc wonder kid okay Absolutely. so here's episode 10 i hope you enjoyed it like the video subscribe and peace out <laughs> so long